Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Good morning, the Nasher. Good morning, Briston. What a freaking morning, dude. <laughs> yeah, so tell me about tell me tell me about the reasons you're so sweaty. And late. Um I'm sweaty and late because I woke up at six this morning. No, five thirty. A little bit five thirty. Um and I wanted to get a good bike ride in, but uh you had to shoot the bull at a certain time, so I squeezed what I could in. But no, I was riding, dude. I was probably 30, a little over 30 minutes in. And I was going to grind out the last 15 minutes and then hop on here to shoot the bull. And uh, I was riding and I just hear a big bump and a push. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. And it was my back tire on my dang bike, dude. And so I um, I was pretty frustrated, bro, because I knew in t- like 20 minutes from that that point, we had to do this. Um, I was trying to call Carly to come pick me up. I didn't have any service. And so it was just super frustrating. But I, I got over the side of the road and uh, put a new tube in and um, biked back. And here we are 10 minutes late. I'm all sweaty, of course. But uh, yeah, I did. So that's what happened this morning. I have a pretty crazy bike story from magnolia that i just remembered so i'm gonna share it my freshman year um at sau it was cross-country season fall and i didn't get to go to chili pepper because coach only took like top seven i think that year hey you can't pretend everybody knows what chili pepper is oh yeah 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 so chili pepper is sorry bro i just woke up chili pepper is a like the biggest cross country meet in the south, but it's held in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So like the Razorbacks put it on. Anyways, so a lot of college teams go there. A lot of high school teams go there to go compete. It's huge meet. Um. So anyways, he takes top seven. I'm I'm left back and I'm all fired up. You know, I'm a freshman. I'm like, man, I I need to do something like hard because all my teammates are out. They're doing something really hard. So. I have my road bike, and this is before I had clip-ins. This is when I had just regular pedals on my little road bike. So <laughs> I am like, all right, I'm going to go ride for a couple hours. So I just take off on Highway 82 and go towards Texas, pretty much, like Texarkana. And I'm like... 30, 40 miles in, it's a blazing hot day. I mean, you know, you know how it is in freaking August down there or September, whatever, whatever it was. It might, it might have not been chilly, but I might have gone that year, but it was, it was a cross country beat. So anyways, it was hot. I was dying and I get to uh, a dollar general and I end up like going in and buying some like buying some electrolyte drinks, trying to rehydrate. And I didn't realize this, but it was so hot that I was just rehydrating or dehydrating, you know, far quicker than I thought I was. And so 
probably 40 miles and 10 miles from getting back to campus, I get a flat. I'm like, no, I don't, I've got nobody to call. All of my friends are at a cross country meet. Like, this is bad. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I literally have, I don't have a spare. I'm so unprepared. Um, so there's some train tracks, right, that are right nearby. And uh, I have these railroad ties. This is like a, another thing. I have these railroad ties in the back, in my backyard back home. And I know there's this sticky stuff all over the railroad ties. And I'm like, hmm. I start thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder if I could patch my tire with sticky stuff on railroad ties. So, bro, I kid you not. I go, and sure enough, there's, like, this tar, this black tar. It's all over these railroad ties. And I, like, scrape it off with my finger. And I get on, I get into the inside of my tire. Like, I start making, like, layers of this black stuff on the inside where the, uh, you know, where the tube is. Yeah. So... I put the I put the tube back on. I put the tire back on, and I pump it up, bro. It held air, so <laughs> I rode back on this like leaky tube for ten miles, dehydrated, dying, and I made it home all because of this. All, all because of these railroad ties that I found this black tar. On. It's pretty crazy. Dang, bro, <laughs> you're freaking. <laughs> You're a, you're an engineer genius, dude. You're a low key genius. No one no one knew it. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. No one knew it. And what's crazy, bro? What's crazy is because of because I learned that you could like use thick st- six sticky substances to patch tires. Not two years later, I did the exact same thing, but I used uh, tree sap. I used pine tree sap. What? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Asher. <laughs> you're so resourceful dude i don't know how you're just special dude like i would have never thought of that like that would have never come across my mind i would have just like called enough people to where somebody would come pick me up so kudos to you bro (laughs) i appreciate it bro that's wild hey um before we get into this next segment here i want to give a shout out to our sponsor viper energy V-Y-P-E-R, Viper Energy, ViperEnergy.com. Um, so these guys, this is a veteran-owned company. It's made in the USA, all natural ingredients. It has vitamins and minerals, zero sugar. It has electrolytes, um, and it has 150 milligrams of natural caffeine. This is the most American drink I've ever seen in my life. It's an energy drink that's all natural, made in the USA, veteran-owned. Um and there are sponsors. Y'all check them out. Obviously, we have a link in the description, or you could just go to viperenergy.com. But these guys are kind of new. They started up, I think, a month ago. So go check them out. But, and also, I've been uh, on a little vacation the past past week, and uh, these guys kept me awake while driving on the road. So, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to talk, talk a little bit about that, dude, because. We went out uh, up to Kentucky, and uh, we came back to Arkansas, to Texas, and then back to Arkansas. So it was a lot of driving, man, we had thousands of miles. But uh, the whole time I was there and on vacation, bro, 
I had this itch to go bike, bro. But I like I couldn't out like we were so busy up all day doing stuff. Um, some of the places I was at, the roads weren't safe enough to bike on, and so it's because they're small and there's so many turns and so fast, um, and there's no shoulder. So, anyways, bro, I had this itch and this desire to go out and get a workout in, and like I ran and I did ab workouts to substitute, but I, I have a hundred mile bike race in four weeks that I need to train for, and so honestly, bro, like every day I would wake up, I would have this burden on me that I need to go get a bike workout in. I need to go spin the pedals. Um, and for, for four, three or four days, dude, I just could not stand going out and biking eventually. And yeah, yeah, I was substituting. So I felt a little better about going out and jogging and stuff. But, uh, eventually bro, we were driving to Texas and I was like, I told Carly, I was like, I'm just going to pull over and uh, you can work on your laptop. I'm going to go get a bike in on this road because it's a good, has a good shoulder. I'm going to go bike for 30 minutes. So we pulled over in the middle of our road trip and she sat in the car and worked on some stuff on her laptop and I locked her in, gave her my pocket knife <laughs> and uh, we, and then I went and biked and I came back and then I threw my car or my uh, bike in the back of the car and kept going. So, um, and we got it done, dude. But I really wanted to talk about um, fulfilling that need that we have about working out and what that need is. My, I feel like I had a legitimate reason. I have a big bike race in four weeks. Like I need to be biking some, um, even on vacation. I mean, that was kind of my idea in my head. Uh, but Asher, I know that you personally had to overcome the um, need that you felt that you had to go run and work out and try to be the fastest you can. And how you, from what I've heard from you, you've learned how to um, not let that dictate your life. And, and what I mean by that, and we'll go into your story here in a minute, but um, me, me, me too. Like this, this goes for me too. But a lot of people, especially people listening to this, that run a lot, um, you, you, you let it dictate your life so much, and if you don't get it done, you let it bother you too much, and and that's what happened to me. Um, but Ash, you've recently overcame that. You've re- you've recently overcame to where you haven't let it bother you as much about not going out for a run if you're spending time with your girlfriend or whatever, you know? So you want to talk a little bit about that, Asher? Yeah. Um, well, I think what I ended up figuring out was that idle, or I mean, running and athletics and being in shape, that had all become an idol for me. And actually, like, person, you know this, I was just at a Bible school and I did a, t- I did a talk over this. Um, anyways, uh, I, t- I talked about idols in our lives, but running was an idol for me coming out of college. And so much so that, like you're saying, it would bother me whenever I would miss workouts or whenever I would have to have to jeopardize my fitness to, you know, do something. And you, bro, you even know, you saw my, not, not, not that it was bad behavior, but it was just, it was, I would, I would make compromises uh, 
like during race, like if we were race directing the backland, like I would make sure that after I paced that first lap, I would go get, you know, an extra couple miles in. And, you know, a lot of people will look at that and be like, oh, he's so disciplined. Like that's a really good habit he's created for himself. But really what it was is that I was, I was fearful of, um, of not, you know, being the best runner or getting the most out of myself. And that's not the relationship you want to have with running is what I figured out or anything. Um, so what in turn do I do? Uh, so thankfully having, you know, been in running for many, many, many years in athletics for more than that, um, I've been able to create for myself some uh, amount of discipline. And so what that has allowed me to do is if I set my, set my sights on something, if I set my, uh, my schedule so that I'm going to, you know, go participate in an activity, like go on a bike ride or go run to back me up. And that's, that's something that's going to be hard for people to understand is until you have that amount of discipline, you're not going to be able to just get up and, and go. Right. And Briston, I'm sure you've experienced that too. Um, but yeah, bro, you can't like in your situation, you're, you're out on the road trip. that's bothering you that you're not getting a run in. I think there are certain scenarios where we just have to be okay with missing a run or missing a bike ride. And it's easier said than done. Like you literally had to pull over and, and get one in, which you had missed it. You had missed bike riding for days and days and days on end. And I guess, I guess what it really comes down to is how much you care about your goal, you know, bar the idol shit part, but Briston, if your goal is to perform well at this hundred miler and get the most out of yourself, you're not going to want to miss a week of training, literally four weeks out from the event. Like that makes sense. But like my perspective on this hundred mile race, cause I'm, I'm doing it with Briston is that I'm just going to kind of go out and do it. I'm going to be in whatever fitness the day of, and I'm completely okay with that. Now, am I going to treat all goals that way? No, but this specific one sort of from the get go, I've just been like, I'm going to have fun with this event. I'm going to train, you know, to a moderate degree and whatever happens happens. So have you yeah. been training, dude? I haven't seen anything on Strava. Well, I don't upload it on Strava anymore, but yeah, I have been training. I haven't been, you know, tearing myself up for missing, missing training or, um, you know, really sticking to a specific regimen, but, um, yeah, I've been, I've been half training, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that, Asher. Um, yeah, for sure. dude. Yeah. An idol. Define that for me, Asher. What's an idol? Okay, genuinely, I think an idol is something that you put in your life that, so basically God, or I'm going to say God for myself. Some other people might say some greater truth for themselves, but in my case, it's God. It's putting, and it's putting something in the place of God in your life. 
So God dictates all my actions. God dictates all of Kristen's actions. Um, so if I replace God with running, running's going to dictate all my actions. It's going to dictate everything I do, whether I'm conscious of it or not. And for a long, long time, I wasn't conscious that running was starting to dictate my actions over God. So, mm, so you're saying that running can be a God for some people. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's what it is, bro. That's what idols are. They're false gods. And as we know, biblically, like within our um, faith, that there's only one true God. There's only one. One creator. And he's a very jealous God. We talked a little bit about that before. Um, But yeah, and you know, idolatry, bro, it's a pretty big sin um, in the Bible. You know, I'm reading throughout the old testament and idolatry um these people are uh worshiping these other gods and god is not liking it dude he's not having it and um i mean even for me in the past i i had running and working out used to be my god and i'm not gonna lie bro like i still struggle with it sometimes not with it like being my god i don't worship it or anything but i i do struggle with letting it kind of dictate my life in some areas um, but I've, I've became way more lenient than I used to be. And it's just a process. And so, you know, for anybody listening, if, if, if running or working out or whatever it is, like controls your life so much, um, I think learn, maybe try to find something that has more meaning than running because running is a ultimate for a lot of people, it's it's everything they have. But if you were to get your legs chopped off, it wouldn't be the you couldn't do it anymore. Um, and you'd have to find something else. Right. But if you create, if you if you allow there to be something like God, that's more than running. It can never go away. It's it's always going to be there no matter what. And as long as you're alive, you can always have it. And that's what God is for us and Jesus. Um, so I just want to throw that in there. But we are wrapping up and getting to the end of our podcast. Um, Asher, you have anything else before we hop off? Yeah. Um, go, go out there, guys, and don't stress too much about running. Don't stress too much about you know the, your hobbies, your passions really just make a point to enjoy them over over stressing about them is what I'd say. And I think through that you will find, you know, meaning in, in things more than just, you know, your pursuits. And bro, I think this is why I'm excited to have kids. And I, I know I'm, I'm a long shot from that. You're a lot closer than I am, but it's like kids, they help you understand like life and meaning a little bit more. And I'm, I'm not saying that I, I don't already understand meaning and, and life, but I think having children comes along with the feelings of that. So it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you guys enjoy the show, really before we even do that, uh, if you, if you know anybody that maybe should, should listen to this podcast, you know, they're, maybe they're a Christian and, running is their idol or maybe somebody 
um, has running, but they're still missing something. I encourage you to share this with them because this could be that missing piece of, of what we're talking about. Uh, if you guys like the show, go ahead and leave us a review. If you don't like it, just go on to some other podcast. Don't don't feel like you have to leave some bad review. We don't need that around here. Um, so, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening, y'all. And we're going to see y'all next Monday on Shooting the Bull.